Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. I'm your host, Craig Picorni, here with Hall of Fame head coach Alan Picorni, giving you another weekly rundown of Bennington Wrestling. Had a decently busy week this week, and next week's going to be very, very busy. So let's see how deep we go today. If, uh, if we don't have a long one this week, I feel like we're going to have a real long one next week. So put it on times and a half speed or... Get ready to be on the treadmill for a while over the next couple weeks, I guess. Yep, a lot of good stuff going on this week. We'll we'll get to it in a little bit, but quite a bit. Yep. I guess we're gonna start with Lincoln Southeast duel. Um, I guess start with the. I don't know if you want to touch on any of the JV at all. Um, nope. I really don't have anything. On them, I mean, just it's always good to give them matches. Uh, nothing exciting to talk about there, but uh, it's, like I said, it's good, good to give them matches. Most of the kids got matches, just they didn't have some lighter guys. That was the only thing. But okay. other than that, most of the guys got matches, so that was that was good to see. Yeah, from the girls' side, um, we were able to get some matches. We kind of worked with their coaches to trade bumping up so that we could get matches and not just trade off a bunch of forfeits. So Macy ended up moving up from 110 to 115 and got a pin. Um, Selena got a pin in within the first minute. And uh, Kiana, I think the girl moved up for her because actually Kiana's weight was actually qualified her for the weight class lower. So she couldn't move up to see the other girl. So they had a 25-pounder move up, and Kiana also got a, a pin in the first period. So we went three for three pinning with the girls, um, but we also had three forfeits, and uh, while we're not really looking to win duels, it was interesting because the, the score was tied, but uh, Lincoln Southeast actually gets the extra point. They didn't put it in the system, but they get the extra point because it came down to F criteria of... Uh, least number of forfeits and well we had three forfeits and they had none so unfortunately we still haven't picked up that first official dual win but you know I think it's a win in my book when we're going three for three when we're winning our matches that's more what I look at for right now is how we're doing in the matches we compete in yeah we just don't have the the full squad so it's just focus on those individuals and and uh, hopefully here in the next a uh, couple years or so, we we get our numbers to a point where we can um, have duels with them, just like the the guys. Because eventually, uh, the goal for the EMC is to have girls EMC duels also. Uh, that was talked about this weekend. Uh, it's not that's not there yet. And then I know the NSAA's goals are to have state duels at some point. So um, you know that's that's. We want to get up to that as soon as we can. And got some things in the middle school going well. So hopefully uh, start seeing that into the high school in a couple of years. And uh, keep trying to push for the high school. We potentially could have had double digits this year if things would work out. But uh, uh, had several interested. But uh, at the last minute dropped out. And then a couple that moved out of town, that didn't help either. But uh and then now kind of injuries <laughs> shrunk us all the way down to three competing at this point. And maybe we'll get one back here. We'll see. 
All right. I guess you want to dive into the boys' duel. Uh, sure. Uh, you know, not um, a lot there to, and not a, a lot of big matchups is what kind of what I'm looking at for to talk about. Um, uh, we won the duel, fifty-six twenty-two. Um, you know, it, it was no marquee matchups as far as ranked versus ranked. Uh, uh, you know, some of the competitive matches like Jacob Strader wrestling against their, their kid and, um, you know, close match there. And uh, other than that, uh, we had a major decision at 152 that they major decision Frank uh, DeHart and Frank's uh, stepping in for Braxton. And, and uh, uh, you know, Frank not getting pinned, that's, that's good for him and that he battled through that. And, um, because he's still pretty young and kind of a middle middle weight that's always tough to be young at uh, unless you're real experienced um, so other than that uh, pretty much everything was uh, either a pin or tech fall uh, both ways um, fortunately mostly for us so I really don't have anything else on them unless you got something to add there nope nothing nothing really to add um, <coughs> I guess uh jump into the Beatrice girls invite used to be on Saturday now it's on Friday so uh head down there a little earlier than normal but um just dig into the results if I can get it pulled up here so the the way they ran it was a little different they kind of ran pools and then championship rounds after that. So, like Macy and Selena, it was a lot like our Badger duels where they were in a pool of five. And then, however they finished out of that pool, they would go into a match for first or third or what what have you. Whereas Kiana, she was in a pool of three. And then three to four, her pool had three. And then, depending on how they came out of that... They went to either a semifinal bracket f- that determined one through four and six through eight and so on. So that's kind of how that ended up working up. <coughs> Starting with uh, Macy. Uh, Macy uh, had a girl from... She actually technically had a bye first. Uh, then had a pin over girl from Fillmore Central. Uh pin over girl from Waverly um, and then had uh, a tech fall so Macy's first match that went the distance or no didn't go the distance wasn't a pin still didn't go the distance with a girl from Beatrice and then so winning her pool uh, she went into the first place match um, and had a girl from Norfolk and had her second match that wasn't a pin. Uh, and that was a girl from, or that was a 18-3, or no, 16-1 tech fall. I'm mixing up the records and, and the score. So Macy kept doing what Macy does and puts everybody away before the end of the match. Nobody goes the distance and moves on to the next. Take first place here. Um <clears throat> I don't know if you want to have anything to add. I know you weren't weren't there. No, nothing. I mean, other than I know that she, the uh, finals match, she had a a girl is ranked uh, number six, I believe, in yep. at one fifteen. So another one coming down. 
Uh, so a decent wrestler and with a good record and and uh, uh, she tucked her no problem. I think a sixteen to one, something like that. So good, solid win. Yeah, it's always good when you're teching someone who's ranked. Um, at one twenty, uh, Selena was in a similar kind of pooling as Macy had to buy that first round. Um, then pinned a girl from Thayer Central. Um, and then had West Point girl, and West Point's got a always has a big team these days. Um, and got a another pin in that match, and then her last match of the pool, she got a third pin. So Macy, or I mean Macy, sorry, Selena pinned her way through her pool play, um, and then that put her into the first place match um, against another another West Point girl. Um, who I don't think she's ranked, but, um, I feel like she's like just outside or something like that. So, but, um, unless she's at a different one, actually she's just outside the rankings at 125. So kind of depending on how that shakes out, if she's going to be at 120, she might be fighting her way into the rankings. But so, you know, tough girl there, uh, ended up getting, Caught on her back and, and pinned. So she, Selena ended up taking second place. Um, anything, anything to add on these? Nope. <coughs> All right. right uh, I wasn't there, so you, yep. you know me. You know the you know more than I do. All right. And then going on a Kiana. Kiana's made her way to one back to one twenty five. Um, her first match. Um, another West Point girl got a, a pin in her first one, then had a buy and hers was a little bit different. So she only had that pool of, uh, three, including herself. So she had a girl from Beatrice and won a hard fought seven zero match. Um, that match, that girl's, I kind of remembered after the fact and, and Kiana had mentioned it to me that she had, was watching her match before and she's real tough on top and. Um, was a little nervous for a while underneath, but she ended up, uh, not getting turned or anything and ended up picking a seven Oh decision there. Um, winning her pool, put her in the championship bracket, but instead of just straight into a championship match, she had a semifinal match first and had a Norfolk girl who I thought they would have a really close match. Um, and it was zero zero first period. And then we went, she went down and got a reversal and back points and was battling and then ended up getting reversed herself and then caught on her back late in the in the second period and pinned with just a little bit of time left there. So fortunately lost that match. I think that's one that uh, if we see her again, uh, we could we could win that one. Um, and then so that put her in the third place match and uh, you know I know Kiana was. Wasn't too thrilled about not winning her previous match, so told her just take it out on the next girl, and she focused up and pinned her within the first minute. So she went out there uh, with a pin on her mind off the bat and got ended up taking third place. So we went one, two, three at Beatrice this weekend. Yeah. Yep. So. Not bad overall, and uh, team actually finished uh, third out of uh, 
uh, eight teams. So not bad when you take three wrestlers and you finish no. third place. I don't know what you're looking at. Beatrice got third. Team finished seventh out of 18 teams. Well, okay. Let's, well. Huh. Oh, man, third. I have, that would have been quite amazing considering. Okay, well, I'm not sure. I thought I looked it up on track last night. and uh, I think you must have saw Beatrice or something. I'm not sure what there, but... Yeah, I mean, looking at the teams, though, you know, even though we took seventh, finished ahead of any team that had as many or even some teams that had more than we had, all the teams that finished ahead of us had at least twice as many girls some you know west point was like full up on 14 i don't know if all 14 were scores but crete had 16 so some of those were non-scores but definitely uh a lot fuller teams <coughs> were the only ones that finished ahead um honestly i thought we wrestled and finished about where i thought as far as record wise yeah we we might have this although i you know i told the girls beforehand i, I thought we could definitely we could win every match. Um, it didn't fall that way, but yeah, I definitely thought we could win every match, but it just didn't quite work out and uh, just have things to, to take away from it and work on. And with practice, having practice yesterday on Saturday, we already started working on those things. And so adju- small adjustments and chain, turn around some of those matches. Hmm. Okay. Well, anyhow, I guess whatever I got the team score, maybe it was last year, but I pulled it off track. And uh, so it's reported the press that way. And whoops, makes it look better. But I don't know what happened there, I guess. Uh, unless, I mean, I pull it off something. So anyhow, I guess <laughs> that's interesting. Unless something, I mean, I'm just looking, trying to look at, my track history, and it was last year's, unless something was wrong. I mean, track might have been broke. I don't know, Craig. Maybe you need uh, to fix that. I, when I looked at it yesterday, it was correct. Uh, I think so, it's broke. That's that's my excuse. I'm yeah, sticking with it. Yeah, yesterday things weren't quite working right, but it wasn't working. <laughs> it might have had last year's results. It wasn't that that was working wrong. So, <laughs> All right. Well, somehow I got it because I wrote teams down and scores down, and I thought, wow, that's pretty good. But Oh, well. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, moving on to the EMC duels. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll go through the duels first and then individuals. Um, <clears throat> first duel, we had Norris. Um, that was an interesting duel. They they only had three guys. Um, and, uh, you know, I know that they had emailed us earlier in the week, said, hey, sorry, we're only going to have three varsity guys. We're thinking, okay, they mean – they're going to bring some their backups in that some of their varsity guys are out. Uh, don't know what happened there. Uh, but, no, they only brought three guys total. Um, and that was kind of interesting because, uh, actually, there's we also have another team uh, in the EMC, the Lincoln Northwest, that uh, they bowed out of the duels just because of our first-year program. And I think they just have freshmen, sophomores, and uh, their numbers are pretty low. So they, they bowed out, which – uh, you know, we put us in a situation where we can wrestle every team now that's there. And, and then Norris comes up with only three. And 
Um, you know, the only thing we could find out from anybody was that uh, uh, one of the other schools, AD, called their AD and asked what's up, and all he said was that they had some injuries, and that that's it. So I don't know. They, uh, they only had one girl at Beatrice as well, so actually Kiana helped her warm up, but numbers seem thin if a couple – that's a lot of injuries. So, yeah, I, I don't know, and uh, a lot of us coaches are kind of – Suspicious about that. That I mean, they had several kids at uh, the fracas, and um, you know. But what's going on there? Why they're not senders? I know they, in the past, uh, coaches are always concerned about some of the teams that weren't as successful. That uh, uh, sometimes they held their kids out of the EMC duels just because there's it's a tough dual tournament. But it's um, with only five matches. It's not. Uh, not as bad as when back in the days when we had ten teams and we mm-hmm. had uh, nine duels over two days and and uh, six of those teams qualified for the state duels. So you know it's uh, uh, a little different nowadays, but still that kind of interesting. They only had three, um, but so we won sixty nine and nine, um, and those all three other guys are pretty tough guys. Uh, um, you know I. Concerned that we could lose all three, or we could, you know, or um, and we end up winning one out of the two. Unfortunately, uh, we had a close one that went, uh, you know, Blaine kind of got caught on his back in a, you know, a situation where he, uh, you know, fought it off for a while, but uh, didn't uh, continue, wasn't able to continue fighting, got put on his back. But uh, uh, obviously, wrestled this guy, we. We'll wrestle him different next time, and I think Blaine beats him pretty easy next time. Or maybe not easy, but he, I think he, uh, he he wins. I'm comfortable that he'd win the next match. Um, you know, sometimes you got to wrestle guys a certain way and so you know what they're like. And, and uh, um, you know, we know what he's like, and I know that kid's on the verge of rankings. So uh, probably one of those guys he's, Blaine, Blaine's going to need to beat in the end to, to get a state medal. And, and uh he says, I'm pretty comfortable now. We know how from wrestling that we'll be all right next time. Uh, next duel up, um, <clears throat> we had Waverly. And if I remember right, they were rated uh, number f- uh, five in the state as dual team. Uh, I believe they started out number one originally. But, uh, um, you know, because they're, they're a solid team top to bottom. And, and uh, you know, they did – lose one of their top wrestlers uh prior to this so he wasn't in there but i was comfortable going into it that uh, uh even with him i had it had us figured on winning that duel um you know just the matchups favored us and and uh, we were going to make we we're able to make some adjustments to uh improve our chances to uh make adjustments in our lineup and and uh and, and we did that, and we ended up winning 42-27, you know, pretty comfortable. And, and even then, there was a couple matches that uh, I, I didn't think we wrestled our best uh, in this duel. Um, you know, I'm not sure what uh, to contribute to that. Part of it is uh, usually you need a good match prior, uh, uh, you know, a good match to, uh, to get you, you're on, your timing down, all that stuff. And, and uh, since we didn't, that duel only had three matches before that. Um, I was concerned that uh, we weren't going to be as I don't know how you put it as uh, on our on our timing as, as they would be. Um, 
you know, so uh, we tried to have an extra warm-up match in there, and, and uh, it's still just not the same as going out and competing. But I, I didn't think we wrestled our best, but uh, we still came away 42-27 over, um, you know, a pretty solid team. Um, you know, kind of going through this, uh, Dalton had a good win over, you know, one of their kids that uh, actually moved up that's, uh, uh, you know, has been ranked. I mean, he's kind of all over the place from – uh, I've heard as much as high as number one to to outside the ratings after he took a few losses early in the year uh, at 152, but still a good wrestler, good solid wrestler. And um, again, Matt still had him ranked at number six at 52. Yeah, um, so a good wrestler, but uh, again, I don't think our our time was uh, timing was on very well there. Um, you know, Lane had a, a close loss there against a pretty good kid so i mean that that's nothing for lane to be ashamed of um and then uh i just look at some of these uh kind of the key wins for us were uh you know evan had beaten their six pounder earlier in the year by one point and so that was you know we figured it was a toss-up uh he ended up getting a five to two win so um you know good win he got taken down early on but uh uh, came back and scored the next five points to win five to two, and and so that was a key match. Uh, then we bumped up uh, several of our guys, and uh, uh, K, uh, this Braden Crackmeyer came in and got a, a seven to three win. That was another key win that we needed to, um, you know, to keep us on track. And uh, and then all our guys bumped up, and Caden had a uh, another quality wrestler. Um, yeah, rank number three. Rank number three up at 120. I was confident we'd get a win there. And and Caden kind of made it interesting. He he uh, tries a lateral and gives up four points right away on a kid that's, that's taller and bigger than him. And and I don't know if Caden really – you don't see him doing too many laterals. He's more of a headlocker but if he's going to throw. but uh, So he gave up four right away and, and did a nice job uh, coming back. And – uh, scored him eight to two after that, but uh, um, you know, giving up four on a tough kid like that—that's, you know, that's that's—I wouldn't advise that. But uh, <clears throat> um, uh, and then you know, some of them been moving up. Uh, we we're comfortable there. We get a win, and then Kale had a, a pin over the Canoyer from Waverly, who's I think rated number three in some of the ratings, and. A solid wrestler, but I, I felt uh, Kale would get a pin there too. And, uh, and then Connor had a nice win too over a, a, a good wrestler that uh, I felt we can get bonus there. So some moving around um, in our lineup that uh, uh, helped us out, I felt. Uh, um, and they did some moving too that actually helped themselves a little bit, but uh, our moves were probably better than their moves and, and there was nothing they could do about what we were move how are we we're moving around that i think could really help them so um uh, you know it was a great win we even though we didn't wrestle our best but i think we had better matchups and uh, you know uh and sometimes duels come down down to matchups and and uh sometimes you create your own matchups by moving around and sometimes it's just what it is but uh so good win there um <clears throat> Next, Elkhorn North. Um, you know, Elkhorn North came in undefeated into the dual tournament. Uh, not sure, uh, you know, what uh, 
um, if they've been tested yet this year or not, but uh, they definitely are much improved over what they have been. Uh, you know, they, they've been getting better every year, and a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, their first year in the program had just freshmen, sophomores, and so they're uh, now they're having seniors in there and, and uh, um, you know, and getting some time to uh, develop the kids and stuff like that. So they're, they're a better team. Um, so, uh, you know, going into it, not sure what how that would go. I thought it would be closer than it was, but uh, our guys started wrestling well. And uh, another thing that helped um, is we put A.J. Uh, Parrish in there in the lineup because uh, uh, we were comfortable that he would uh, get a win there. And, and one thing with him, I mean, he's, he's been back practicing all week and um, – and uh, we didn't put him in the Waverly duel just simply because I felt our adjustments was going to win with no no problems. And, um, yeah, and that's kind of also nice because we're missing two of our top guys with uh, Braxton out and A.J. out of that duel. But uh, we did put him in Elkhorn North because I was concerned that it might be a little closer uh, than I was comfortable with. Uh, and uh, A.J. looked uh, looked okay in, pra- in warm-ups and, and – uh, you know, I didn't want to push the issue with, uh, you know, Waverly again because uh, he, he may have gone up against somebody pretty tough, and uh, I just didn't know yet at the time how he would react and because uh, he's coming back a little quicker than I, I am normally comfortable with. But uh, uh, the positive thing is he's very experienced, and so, um, you know, uh, that's not a, a major issue. It's just – uh, you know, if it was a younger, inexperienced person, I'd probably have kept him out another week yet. But uh, um, but it's good seeing him back in the lineup. Uh, he's fun to watch. He's uh, he you know he knows what he's doing. He's uh, you know he transitions well from one thing to another, and you know it's uh, um, those are guys are fun to watch. Him and Kale are that that kind of level of guys that uh, they just go out there and they uh, they're so solid and they on their technique and and uh you know two different styles but and uh but still aj's fun to watch and he's he's a pinner and, um you know so it's too bad for his injury this year and last year and in covid he probably uh him and kale would be uh, having a good race for who'd own the school record for pins uh for career i mean kale's already got that he passed that up uh, i believe at the fracas uh kind of quietly but uh, AJ is kind of he'd be all right up there but anyhow so it was put him in the lineup that helped us out there um, and then got some good wins I like Jacob and Strader and uh, uh, you know we put him at 82 because he, he makes 182 pound weight class well they almost didn't make it this weekend because um, he ate a bunch of food before weighing in because he just thinks he's 195 and uh and uh he was like two tenths over on the scale we did and i said well let's try another scale and he he did and fortunately blair brought brought a scale that was uh, interestingly lighter (laughs) the one that they were using but uh uh he made it there so that helped us out and gave him a chance to wrestle down because that did help us in a couple situation and uh you know because because he's just below the the 82 even though he's wrestling 95 he still makes 182 and is eligible for it and so in duels we would like to keep him there because in this situation we did we flipped guys around and 
and uh, to give us a better chance. And see, he got a pin, and then uh, Blaine got a pin. So, um, but anyhow, other than that, uh, you know, there's as far as interesting matches, uh, uh, 106 probably is the the one interesting match there that uh, that kid uh, only has one loss. Um, and uh, uh, he was a pretty solid wrestler. I, I know he's ranked uh, in all the polls pretty much now. And and uh, watch him wrestle, he's, he's pretty solid. Uh, but uh, Evan ended up only losing like two to one. And, and uh, some had some opportunities to win it late in the match, but didn't, couldn't quite get it done. So, uh, you know, I know Evan's <clears throat> lost a few this year, but uh, outside of the number one and number two team guy in Class B, uh, this is the first loss against a Class B wrestler, and and uh, he's beaten a ranked kid before, and and uh, you know so Evans one of those guys that if we can get some confidence in him and and uh, he get on a roll, I I think he could uh, uh, be a challenge for a state medal if he uh, uh, you know and, and he's kind of showing it with his win over Hastings kid, and then also wrestling this Ferguson real tough. Um, and really, I thought he could went could have won that there at the end. So it's good for him. But other than that, there's nothing too much more exciting with Nelcorn North. Uh, we end up winning comfortably then, 55-21, and and so that was good. Yeah, it looks like next round is Elkhorn North to Elkhorn after that. Yep. Um, and that the uh, you know they they got two good kids. Um, in their lineup and uh um you know some other kids are not bad but uh we just uh, uh are better in most of the spots and then we end up winning 66 to 18 and and uh, uh their two best kids are 170 and 195 those guys are very tough both state medalist caliber wrestlers and actually 195 he's probably a state champion contender um and so those are uh, you know those are two losses we took and then we also took a loss at 285 and just Dakota got caught in a headlock and um you know it's something that uh, you just got to be aware that kid just was reaching for it all the time and finally caught one of them so uh, Dakota just got to learn how to fight those things off and being a first year wrestler sometimes you're not ready for that but uh, uh and then you get all that weight on top of you and that's hard hard to get yeah. out from underneath but uh, uh we won every other match and uh Pretty much pinned every we pinned every one of their guys that that we wrestled, so um, we ended up winning pretty easily. Uh, then that took us to the the big duel, the rematch of the state finals, um, uh, with Blair. And uh, going into this, I was very concerned. Um, you know that we didn't. You know we talk about matchups like with Waverly and and Waverly actually beat Blair. Uh, so, and and we beat Waverly comfortably. So there's where we talk about matchups and and going into it, I was very concerned and and we wrestled great. This one, this is this duel wrestling. This duel was, um, we wrestled about as good as we did all year. Possibly Hastings might have been a little bit better. We wrestled, but. Uh, uh, you know, Blair solid. They they got you know our matchups weren't good, and, and to be honest, I had us losing by twenty five. <laughs> uh, you know, so that's a lot to overcome. And and uh, one big help was was AJ. Uh, we put AJ in because he had already wrestled a couple matches, and 
uh, at that point. And even though the kids he wrestled wasn't weren't that tough, um, you know, he was looking good. Uh, and uh, so I felt that, I mean, one of the kids was, I think he had just a little, bit, a little better than 500 records, so he's not a bad kid. Um, I think the Elkhorn North kid was a little bit better than 500 and, or uh, one of the Elkhorn kids, whichever, but uh, uh, but he was com- he was confident he would win that one, so we let him in on that. And, um, and then he had a kid, another kid. Blair's not a bad uh, wrestler that he had, that, uh, but it was kind of important at that time. But uh, anyhow, that, that really helped us too uh, in, in uh, turning a lot of points from Blair to us. Um, plus our kids just wrestled well and, and then interesting thing enough, uh, uh, we made some small adjustments and, and they, uh, they were expecting something different and, and, uh, we kind of, I don't know how you say it. We, uh, pulled a switcheroo on them in a way. Um, I think they listened to, uh, the press too much and thinking we were going to do something and we didn't. Um, but, uh, we, and that's because we're doing what we think is, is best for our team and, and, uh, um, you know, and, and the press, so they, they may think one thing, but we, we know the, know it a little bit better. And, and, uh, and, uh, so we, our adjustments helped us out too, but, um, anyhow, going through some of these, we, uh, we switched, uh, straighter and, and Blaine again, um, uh, and, uh, you know, Jacob just lost a close one. He, uh, 12 to 11, good hard fought battle. Uh, um, Jacob had just tied it up, uh, got a reversal to tie it up and, uh, with just, just seconds left almost. And, and then he locked his hands and that, that gave the kid a, a, the win. And, uh, it's unfortunate cause I think, uh, uh, Jacob would have beat him in overtime just the way it was going. That kid was pretty, pretty wore out and, and Jacob was pretty fr- physical and, and uh, I think we would have won that in overtime. But uh, um, so it was unfortunate that uh, lost that. But uh, um, you know, maybe next time we get them, uh, uh, you know, if they if they uh, keep their lineup the way the way it is. But uh, we'll see how it goes because um, I'm sure they'll be wrestling us different next time. Uh, they're not going to keep the lineup exactly as because they. You know, they looked at moving. They did move a couple of kids, but they kind of moved, made some bad moves, uh, anticipating what we were going to do. Um, but anyhow, we'll get to that later. But so we did a little flip there, and and uh, uh, you know, then Blaine ended up winning seven zero. And normal, I thought that he would get some bonus points there, but that kid just grabbed his wrist underneath and hung on and did everything he could to stall and not give up the bonus, and it worked and. And, uh, and then one thing too, Blaine just needs to, to trust in, you know, trust his own, uh, trust in his training and, and his own instincts. And, uh, you know, he was trying to turn the guy and all our guys are all excited and, and yelling things. And he was, you know, he was working into arm bars and all of a sudden he was trying to switch to a half to this, switching back and forth to stuff without even, uh, making an attempt. And, and that's cause he was, I think he heard about three or four different things from our crowd and, and uh so i think that kind of confused him and any that didn't help much but uh it's something that uh um blaine and i talked about or and maybe even more well more in detail that just uh he knows how to wrestle just he's got to trust his instincts and go with it and um 
you know, and, and uh, I think he would one more. But anyhow, that, that, that didn't uh, really hurt us, that switch. Uh, it didn't help us a lot, I don't think. Uh, I think it would end up fairly similar otherwise, but uh, um, who knows. Um, then a big win at 220 with, uh, with Jack Jansen. Um, that kid beat him earlier in the year uh, by a decision, a close match, and, and we felt at that time that uh, uh, Jack can get him later. And uh, not only Jack beat him, but he got a pin. So that was that was huge in the duel. That was very, very important because um, obviously that guy getting a win, you think uh, – uh, if it, it's the same as before, they're going to win that one, and instead we get a pin. And, uh, so that's a nine-point swing in our favor. So that was another major uh, positive thing for us, uh, big turnaround. Um, and then just kind of going down the list here over the important situations. Uh, let's see, at 106, uh, Hudson Logis, uh, number one rated in the state in Class B, and uh, all-american level type wrestler just a great wrestler uh you know wasn't sure they 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 put him up at 113 a lot in duels so uh wasn't sure what they were going to do there and yeah, they kept him down at 106 so uh end up evan ended up getting tech fall by him but he didn't get pinned so uh, that was important because i think last time evan wrestled him he got pinned and that saved us a team point uh and evan got actually got put on his back um, you know, the 18, the reason why I got 18 was because he got put on his back when, when, uh, well, that would be, uh, taken down to his back. Um, and, uh, he had to fight off pretty tight move and, and against that quality wrestling. And he had a long time to go. And it was in the third period. And, um, it was probably a minute and a half to go. So he probably wasn't going to last the whole minute and a half so he had to get off his back somehow and really proud of evan for fighting and fighting and not giving up the pin and it was close at one point and it was pretty tight i wasn't sure how he was going to get out of that but finally he just kept fighting and finally got away found a way to get out and um, that's what you got to do in dual situations is you got to have that, uh, that determination never to give up and keep fighting and and uh, just find a way to, to get off your back um if he had just posted an elbow and sat there, eventually the guy would have got a pin, but he kept fighting to get off his back. So that's a good, good example for everybody else what, what you need to do. Just keep fighting and find a way. Um, and then uh, next we go to Braden Krakmeyer. This is another uh, uh, very positive thing in our our favor. Uh, Braden ends up getting a pin. Uh, you know, we weren't sure whether to move up or not, move Caden up or not, or what to do. And, we were kind of debating that, and uh, and uh, finally we decided that was we had to had to make things happen, and and because uh, 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 you know they got a pretty decent wrestler at 120 again. That uh, you know just like Caden against the, the Waverly kid, that was that was a tight one. Um, I felt that Caden uh, could beat the Frost kid at 120, and and so. Maybe it was best that we move up. Um, and at that time, originally, we thought that uh, Logis was going to come up uh, to 113. And, and we thought about taking him on and and because uh, they've been close matches last year that we might get a win there against Logis. And that took some big points from them. But uh, um, instead, we decided to move up, especially when Logis stayed down. I uh, felt comfortable uh, Braden would get in there and get a win. And, 
And uh, he ended up not only getting a win, but he got a pin. So that was huge for us. Uh, and then Caden moved up to 120, and and they moved Frost up, which surprised me because I, I I thought they'd keep him there. Um, but they were anticipating us moving Kale up and, and moving Ben into 126, and they thought we were going to move all our guys up. And that was where you know they their calculations came off wrong because uh, there was a uh, one of those weekend reports came out some of the news media that. Uh, uh, anticipating, they said that Bennington would be best off moving our, all their guys up but against Waverly and Blair, and we did against Waverly, so they thought we were going to do the same with us. And and uh, but uh, we felt it was best not to move everybody up, just uh, make those couple moves at 13 and 20, and keep everybody else there and uh, keep them down. And especially when they uh, move Frost up and didn't wrestle Caden, I knew then for sure. Uh, we're going to keep Kale uh, down, and uh, plus we put AJ in there uh, later on. But uh, so anyhow, that was a you know little risk on their part, but uh, didn't work out for them. Um, we got a pin there, and uh, and then Connor ended up having a tough match against you know athletic kid, and, uh, you know, and there's Connor had a good lead to start with got up on him and thought we'd you know we're kind of looking for a bonus i think we were up one point six or five to zero thinking all right we're we're looking for bonus and all of a sudden the kid makes a little bit of a comeback and and just some things for connor to work on and uh, we already had some discussions yesterday on it and, and talked about a few things and and uh you know after practice yesterday and and uh but it's a good one for for Connor to continue growing in, in his, um, his wrestling. Um, cause that kid's not a bad kid, but, uh, Connor should win that one easily, uh, most of the time. Um, but the kid's also good enough that if you make a couple mistakes, he's going to get a couple takedowns. And it's pretty much what happened. The kid got two takedowns on, on Connor, which is pretty rare and, uh, made it look, made it closer than it should have been. All right. Then, uh, 138, uh, Kyler got a good win over Jesse Logis. Um, I was hoping that we possibly could get bonus there, but Logis is, is a very tough wrestler, state runner-up last year. Um, so he's a good wrestler, and and uh, he's also good at uh, not giving up points and uh, tough to score on. Um, plus, Kyler's still working at getting in shape, and... Um, you know, and, and that's not his fault. He's been injured. and uh, You know, he only, you know, going back to earlier in the year, Kyler was uh, only had about a week of practice before the fracas. And and uh, um, I guess if you equate it to like a gas tank and on a car, he probably had, as far as conditioning goes, he probably had about a half a gas tank going into the fracas, all he had going. So he, he needed to get some score some points early to stay ahead and then he kind of gets banged up there a different injury than what he had before but something that all kept him out a couple more weeks now and from practice and stuff and so he's just getting back into it again and i'd say he's got he's back to having a half a gas tank now so hopefully by next uh, saturday he's got at least uh, three quarters plus gas in the tank and you know with uh, another few days of practice and hopefully the get some quality matches that uh, um, help him with his conditioning. 
But uh, so he kind of got tired in that match too. Otherwise, I think he would have scored more and uh, won that easier. Uh, and then we next we go up. AJ came in. Um, felt we had a good chance of winning that. I mean, the kid's not a bad wrestler. Um, but uh, I knew that uh, Braxton beat him a couple times last year. But uh, Braxton had to work for it. But uh, always won and ended up winning comfortably normally. But uh, uh, you know, not knowing where AJ's at totally. Uh, but at that point, too, we knew uh, we're actually in good position there. Um, but uh, we felt we needed a win. Uh, if we got a win, uh, we were uh, guaranteed to, to win the duel at that point. That would lock it up. Um, but if we lost, uh, you know, it depends on how we lost. Uh uh, we could end up uh, losing the duel. So, um, you know, so AJ was very comfortable wanting to go in. And and uh, so I uh, uh, felt after seeing him wrestle his other matches, I, I could see him get more and more comfortable with this situation and uh, and uh, that uh, he'd be fine there. And so he went in, got a pin, took care of business pretty quick, got a pin. So that, that uh, sealed the deal for us and, and uh, winning the tournament, and um, you know, we just finished up with Frank DeHart wrestling, t- a tough match for him, and then Dalton wrestling that uh, uh, cameo again from Blair that uh, actually was uh, he, they those two wrestled in the state duels, and that that match was a, uh, in my opinion, the the key match in winning the duel last year. Um, Dalton got a late uh, takedown, uh, last second takedown to win that one, and this one was somewhat of a similar match, battle, real tight battle, and and Dalton almost got. I don't know if it's a reverse, I remember if it's a reversal or a takedown right at the end. I mean, it was probably one one or two more seconds, and he he scores and wins would, that match. So would have been a takedown, so it's like you'd got an escape. Yeah, that's that's right. It'd be, <coughs> so. Uh, Anyhow, so uh, great battle bar guys. I was very pleased how they wrestled there. Um, you know, winning this tournament uh, uh, is always tough. Um, you know, because you know, the EMC is always very solid, and uh, it may not be as deep as it used to be. You know, about six, seven years ago, but uh, it's still very, very tough. Uh, Waverly and and uh, Blair are always some of the top dual teams, and so winning this uh, is a great accomplishment by our guys. And and even better yet, uh, I don't feel we have reached our potential yet. Um, we're still working on a lot of stuff uh, with guys, and and um, and we haven't been full strength. Uh, uh, this is you know we're. Hopefully, we'll, well, we should have, we'll have Braxton back, definitely. In fact, he was back. He was released to, to, to practice on Saturday, and so he practiced Saturday, and so he'll be back in competition again Tuesday. And uh, We should have all our major pieces back. Um, we do have a, still have, uh, you know, like uh, Kale Kaufman uh, uh, to come back, and um, Ty has just started coming back. He, you know, uh, he did get a match in there. It, unfortunately, it was a tough one, um, and thought he'd get another match, but uh, we end up. That was one of those situations where we end up moving guys around and uh, and uh, took him out. Unfortunately for him, but uh, we had to for the team. But uh, uh, 
So real, real good win and uh, win in this tournament. And so very pleased about that because uh, really going into it, I didn't think we would, uh, uh, to be honest. And, and uh, not that uh, I didn't think we were capable. It's just that uh, I wasn't sure where AJ was at with his injury. And, and until you get in there, you just don't know. Uh, you know, practice is one thing, but competition is totally different. But as a tournament progressed and AJ got in a couple matches I got more and more comfortable with things and um, I think he'll be just fine and uh, you know going forward unless something uh, flares up that I'm not aware of at this time so any thoughts Craig or comments on the individuals or I mean the the duels rather before we get on the individual no I mean we're watching between matches from from Beatrice and you know just kind of watching the Blair especially the Blair and Waverly duel like just seeing the results come in and yeah I not much to say without seeing the matches but it was exciting you know seeing us take the lead and you know like you said getting down to the end of the Blair I was like oh boy it's gonna be it's gonna be tight this could be tight I would AJ go in does he not go in what are we gonna do here and as soon as we saw AJ we were like yes that's over Yep. AJ put it away. <coughs> put it away with grand fashion with a pin. Yep. Yeah. I love watching him wrestle, like I said. He's a, he's a pinner, and I love that. When I, guys that just go out there and just uh, workmanlike, takes them over, takes them down, and, and and he knows how to he knows how to pin them. Yep. <laughs> All right. So let's go on to individuals, I guess. Uh Evan Warner goes three and two. Uh you know, his two losses were only to uh, ranked wrestlers. Um, and, in fact, he, uh, like I said, against that uh, Elkhorn North kid, he just about beat him. So uh, he has he had a good tournament, uh, you know, and he's one that uh, um, I, I, you know, I think could still really help us, continue to help us down the road. He has already and, uh, you know, just needs to build on his confidence. Uh, and... Uh, uh, keep because he's had a very very tough schedule this year for him. A lot of highly ranked wrestlers, a lot of tough wrestlers, and you know, and and so uh, very tough schedule. So his his record is very deceiving, and and that's okay because then people are going to overlook him. I hope, and uh, you know, but I, I like I said, I I think he's one of those guys. It's a dark horse for state medal. Um, that if he just you know gains a little confidence and gets. Uh, doesn't get a bad draw. I, I think he he'd be contender for a medal at state. So uh, going on, Caden Coyle. Caden uh, went five and zero, undefeated. Um, you know, and he really helped our team this week uh, uh, by moving up a couple times. You know, against uh, well, against one very tough wrestler and one we expected to be tough, but then they uh, they ran from him and ran right into Kale. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, great job for him. And uh, also one other thing with Caden, too, I forgot to mention, uh, congratulations to Caden. He got his 100th uh, career win, uh, you know, at the Lincoln Southeast duel. So, uh, you know, reaching the 100th win is, you know, very good accomplishment for, uh, you know, for a junior to get. So he's well on his way to, to many more and, and possibly pushing this the school record uh, you know possibly next year or so we'll we'll see there um 
Also at 113, Braden still undefeated varsity guy. I kind of wonder if maybe Braden has a lost a varsity match and Caden's lost something, so I don't know. But I guess that's the way of wrestle-offs. But you know, Braden's one of those again. I I've mentioned before. I you know in most lineups he's going to be in a lineup on varsity, but uh, um, you know with the strength that we got, uh, you know he's. Uh, um, you know, on varsity, but he's also a guy we we really feel can help us in duels. Um, and, uh, you know, he has. We didn't get a chance to get him in at the fracas. We we looked at it a couple times. We looked at that possibility and couldn't quite uh, work it out. Uh, that felt that it would help us enough. Um, but he really did here. Uh, helped us out tremendously in this, uh, you know, in, in two of the top duels, uh, you know, with Waverly and Blair both. Uh, made a big impact and and those are also teams that we could see at the state duels that uh, uh, we're going to need him uh, possibly for those two to help continue helping us out down the road um, go up to 120 Ben goes 4-0 uh, you know I mean he he went undefeated he might have went 5-0 if, if we'd have kept him in there but uh, um you know, he would have had a tough one with Blair with uh, with Frost, um, although he wrestled him pretty close last year to last, I think, the last time they wrestled. Uh, but, uh, um, you know, and, and but he ended up uh, 4-0, very good for him. And, and uh, you know, he just was a, the victim in that Blair one of, of us trying to find the, the strongest matchups. And like I said, he took uh, – Blair moved one of their kids up anticipating that uh, Ben would be there and Kale would go up. And and uh, um, part of our thing was just, just because they they did do that move, we kept Kale down. And uh, uh, not only that, we felt that was stronger anyway. So uh, uh, Ben's done a great job there uh, going undefeated. Uh, and uh, Kale also uh, next goes undefeated. Um and he gets uh, his 150th win uh, during the uh, 150th career win during the uh, Elkhorn North duel. So that was, uh, um, you know, kind of exciting. All, all that it almost became an anticlimactic win uh, because there's a situation where uh, Elkhorn North uh, is open at 120. Uh, ben went out there. And they sent their 126 pounder out to wrestle Ben, and they actually started the match. Oops. Um, by rule, I'm pre- <coughs> pretty sure that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a. That's a forfeit. Yep. Well, I mean that and that kid could not wrestle one one, thir- or 126. He cannot go up. So, Kale would have ended up gotten a forfeit on his 150th. <laughs> but I told him I says just let him wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and their coach said you know they were hoping. To, you know, so they, they moved him up the, so they end up stopping that match. It only went about thirty seconds into it, so it wasn't a big deal. And and uh, so they they wrestled Kale, so that was nice that they did that because you'd hate to get your hundred fiftieth on a forfeit. Um, you want to get it on a real win. Uh, so anyhow, uh, also another thing was Kale was voted uh, the outstanding wrestler of the tournament. Um, you know, and, and uh, at this stage of Kale's career, he doesn't get 
too many of those, even though he usually is probably the best wrestler in the tournament, but everybody just expects him to do well. I mean, he did pin two ranked wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So uh, in, in, the first period. in the first period, uh, and never went past a minute 20 total in any match. I mean, he only went past one minute, one match, and that was against a kid who got third last year. And, and so, uh, and is probably, I think he's ranked number three also again this year. Uh, so, uh, um, anyhow, so he, he, he got, he won that award, which, um, uh, people just kind of expect him to do that stuff all the time. So he normally doesn't get voted, but, uh, but he deserved it. And Connor Rotoni goes five and oh, um, like I said, he had that one tough match. Other than that, he, he dominated his opponent opponents and, uh, um, you know, and that's just something that got to work on, uh, you know, for that one match and, and a good learning lesson for him. And uh, I'm not worried because, uh, uh, you know, like I says, he's he's still, I mean, he's a state champ, I understand, but um, he's only been wrestling about three and a half years is all. So he's still got some things to learn at the higher level and and he's trying to learn too much. And, and sometimes that takes him away from where his strengths are because he's trying to do too much that sometimes maybe not his strengths. And I think he kind of got away from some of his strengths there and let the guy get back in the match. Um, but, uh, uh, again, that's, I'd rather have that now. And plus you ended up still want it. So, uh, uh, and that kid's, like I said, he's an athletic kid, not bad. So, um, but Connor learned from that, get better. I know, I know Connor and, and like I said, we were already working on that stuff. Uh, Gay Bird stepped in, goes on, you know, gets one mat, one win too, and you know, so he technically is undefeated too. Go in in the things, you know, Gabe's been stepping in for us throughout the year with our injuries and stuff. So he's, uh, you know, and he's starting to, you know, he was kind of a late starter in wrestling, and oh, so he's figuring out his style. And and uh, I've been real pleased with how Gabe has, has done this year, helping us out, and and uh, we'll still going forward. Uh, you know, still be one of those people that we look at, uh, um, you know, possibly doing some moves that might uh, he might sneak in there and help our team. So, but we'll see how how the season progresses. Um, Kyler goes five and zero. Oh. Um, you know, it was uh, he pinned his other opponents in the first period, but then like I said he had that one seven to three win over Logis. But I mean, shoot, the guy's a uh, uh, state runner up, so. Um, you can't complain too much about a seven to three win over a state runner up, um, especially when you're working with only a half a gas tank. So, uh, you know that's that's right. When when Kyle gets a full gas tank, you better watch out there. All right, uh, moving up, AJ uh, again four and uh, You know, pinned his uh, his opponents that he wrestled. So um, and did get that forfeit at against Norris and that was really kind of a um, we put him in there to send a message to the rest of the teams that AJ's here so you he's a guy that you need to watch out for and and uh, so and I think uh, I think that was part of why Blair um, did what they did because they were concerned about our moves including AJ and and so uh, it all and we end up using him anyhow just in a different way they they thought of and so I think that all worked out, but uh, uh, you know, great job for AJ. And like I said, we kept it on that one d- duel with 
uh, Waverly because, again, that was a tough opponent, and I wasn't comfortable yet with where he was at wrestling. I wanted to see competition against at least average wrestlers, and he had two average wrestlers, I would say, that he had and, and did very well. So I'm, I'm more comfortable now than I was uh, Friday morning <laughs> with, with where he is at because you just don't know on those injuries and you just don't want to push something too soon. And I know he, he's been wanting to get out there so bad that, uh, uh, so I kind of, kind of let him go earlier and I would be comfortable with, but I, now that uh, I got to see things, I'm, I'm very comfortable where he's at. Uh, 152 also, uh, Frank DeHart got in there and helped us out. Uh, um, you know, he got, he ended up with three matches. He went two and one. So, um, you know, great for Frank. Uh, he actually earned a varsity letter this weekend. So, um, you know, he he really wanted to get in there and help out, and he's found out what high school wrestling's like, that it's a lot tougher than uh, uh, middle school wrestling. But uh, uh, he, he not only got his varsity letter, but he did it with a pin, too. He, he beat the Elkhorn kid and uh, got a pin there and, and – uh, and so that was that was good for him to get a little bit of something that uh, kind of reward because he's he's a young freshman and and uh, you know he's he's uh, got a few years at development and and I think he's going to be a good wrestler for us down the road but uh, uh, great experience for him and and, and all um, and Jose uh, lost a tough match he was actually wrestling pretty well and he kind of hurt his. Got he had a little injury from the fracas. It's been kind of nagging him a little bit. Nothing major, but uh, it does affect him at times, especially when it happens. And he kind of did something again in his match against Waverly and against a solid wrestler that he was wrestling uh, wrestling real close and then ended up getting pinned. Um, but he only wrestled one match, and I mean he could have gone if he needed to, uh, you know. But uh, I was concerned about that. Uh, injury how bad it was or whether it affected him or not and plus aj we got started getting him in there and and uh some of the things we did um you know and and jose probably could have went in the last duel but uh uh, i gave him the choice and he decided to to sit that one out and and uh kind of was also because it was a pretty tough opponent he would have had but uh uh, he would have had that templar uh from blair and and uh which was ranked He's probably going to be a state champion contender this year. Yeah, so. if you're kind of banged up, you don't want to risk it against someone like that. It might yeah, be best to send one of those. So, anyhow, you know, that's why he didn't get in a, in a lot, mainly because he got a little bit banged up and just kind of protecting him and also getting A.J. in that uh, it really helped us out. Uh, Dalton goes 4-1, and one, um, had some – he had some good competition too this week. I mean, it was uh, these guys are no joke that he had to wrestle, and uh, you know that Norris kid's tough. And I know he was kind of frustrated after he came off, but uh, that kid was good. I was concerned that we could even lose that one, but he ended up winning six to three there. And and uh, um, you know that uh, Garrett Ryan from Waverly, obviously very another tough wrestler, uh, returning state medalist and highly ranked at you know at some point and. Um, won it in overtime, but uh, um, you know, so that was a good win there. I, mean, I you know, I thought there's some things we could have done different there. Might have might have won the match, but uh, but it's still a tough wrestler. 
Uh, so Dalton had a good uh, good weekend too, and like I said about that Blair match, uh, you know, just needed about a second or two more, and he wins that one. Uh, kind of very similar fashion to what state duels last year, where he won on the last second takedown. So um, anyhow, he and, and that Blair kid, he's ranked um, I think number two in some mm-hmm. of the polls, and and uh, one of those guys that uh, uh, you know, if, and, and Dalton's right there. That's uh, you know, I think any one of those guys from number two to about number eight are all pretty equal in his weight class. So uh, Dalton gets on a roll again, and uh, I, I think he he could be a serious contender for a high medal at state. And, and uh, so, uh, um, you know, overall overall good weekend. I know he's frustrated a little bit, some of it, but uh, um, those are also good kids. Uh Lane Lane had a rough weekend. Um, you know those kids are just good. That he 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 had a tough weight class, and some of these upper weights were just solid in in the EMC and, and um, you know. And Lane had a, a very good match against that uh, Smith from Waverly. Uh, he's he's one of the guys that I know their coaches talked highly of, um, and Lane had a close match with him. Um, and then he just had some very tough ones. Uh, the Norse kid is very good. The, the Blair kid's very good, uh, you know. And and uh, the Elkhorn kid's very good. And you know, I don't know much about the Elkhorn North kid there. And and uh, but anyhow, uh, I don't. I think Blaine just kind of got caught in that one. And but uh, or I mean Lane, not Blaine. Uh, Lane. Uh, and uh, Lane, I was real impressed with him this last week in practice. He looked really good. Um, He's one of those guys. He's he's on the, you know. I, we got about three guys in these upper weights. In my opinion, they're just on the bubble, right on on the verge of of really taking off uh, and and reaching that next level. And Lane's one of those guys. And um, he just needs to get some confidence. And obviously, this doesn't help a lot with that. But hopefully, uh, you know, he doesn't let that bother him and and keep working hard. And and uh, you know, he's still a sophomore in a, in a big weight class. Um, he had some youth experience, but not a lot. Uh, I wouldn't say a lot. You know, he's probably average or below average youth experience. Um, you know, especially later in his, you know, in the middle school. I mean, yes, he wrestled middle school, but I don't think he wrestled a lot of club the last couple of years. And, and um, you know, that's where, you know, a lot of the best development comes in the last couple of years. But uh, anyhow, so, I mean, I, but I think he's going to be great for us someday, uh, and and uh, he may turn that corner yet this year. Um, it usually takes a couple of years to really start getting your wrestling uh, feel down and all that stuff, and and so he's, I think he's going to be there. He's going to get there someday. I I know it. As long as he doesn't uh, uh, lose confidence or in himself. One eight two Blaine Blaine goes four and one. Although he wrestled ninety five a couple times. Uh, he has one loss as a Norse kid, and <clears throat> again, I think I talked about that earlier. That uh, um, got turned there. That uh, gave up some points. That uh, uh, you know that uh, yeah, unfortunately then put Blaine down by a lot. That uh, I think he was down by four at that point, and he had to make a comeback, and he just about did. But he uh, ended up falling short. That uh, next time we wrestle that kid, we're going to wrestle him different. I. Um, I feel that uh, Blaine will be just fine the next time. Um, but, 
he had a good good tournament. Um, Jacob Strader uh, goes one and two, and and uh, you know obviously some of those kids are you know the Waverly Waverly kid was very tough, uh, so that was going to be a tough one. Um, then he got a win over the Elkhorn North kid, and and really had like we talked about this when we were talking about Blair. He had a really great match as Blair kid or really close match that lost it just at the end with locked hands, which was unfortunate. And cause I think they going over time, he'd have won that, but uh, he's also one of those guys. I think he's just turning the corner or getting ready to that, uh, um, you know, a sophomore at a big weight that uh, never wrestled before last year. And, and uh, you know, with his aggressiveness and his work ethic, um, people better watch out for him the next couple of years and hopefully even later this year. Um, you know, 95 got, uh, uh, well, that was, uh, straighter and actually Ty Thompson, uh, Ty went one and one. I mean, he got the forfeited, um, you know, against Norris and then got the unfortunate draw of, uh, a possible state champion. <laughs> so unfortunate for him, but, uh, and we didn't intend on Ty wrestling more. Um, he just came off his injury and just, uh, you know, again, one of those things, just concerned at where he's at, uh, uh, how ready he is to go. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and uh, had planned on him wrestling somebody else, but just because of the changes we did, it kind of bumped him out of out of a match. So that was unfortunate that, uh, you know, one of those matches that, uh, you know, might have been a toss-up. You thought that he would have a chance to be competitive, but... Uh, uh, Ty's just a freshman. I, you know, he's another one of those that we have a lot of high expectations down the road, and, and uh, you know, he's just coming off his injury that he's been out since Council Bluffs, and and so he's going to get a lot more experience this coming week and mat time. That, uh, um, you know, and obviously he'll, uh, you know, he's the returning varsity guy at 95. We're going to have to have a wrestle off this week between Jacob and Ty that uh, that determine what. And this week is the week for for our challenges anyway, so um, that's going to probably happen on Wednesday, I'd assume. Um, but anyhow, who's going to be the varsity guy for the next couple weeks at least until the next uh, challenges? Uh, so ties in that mix there. Uh, two twenty, Jack Jansen. Jack goes three and two, and and uh, had a very key win again. Like I said, against the Blair kid, uh, not only a win but a pin. Um, you know, against a kid that uh, beat him earlier in the year, and so that was huge for us. Um, you know, and and so, uh, you know, Jack, uh, he's another one. He's he's one of those I, I mentioned. I think is really getting ready to turn that corner. Um, you know, just started wrestling last year. You know, he's great, great work ethic, great kid. Just uh, needs experience. I think he's going to be there soon. And and uh, I mean, he's missed a lot practice with the holidays and all that um you know so he's still a little bit rusty i think when uh uh as we go this you know these next couple of weeks he's gonna uh, get back to get his timing back down again and and i think uh you know hopefully we'll see some big things down the road here this uh, not only in the next couple of years uh, he's gonna be one of those that like i said he's, people are gonna know his name here in a couple of years and we're hoping that Later this year, he makes that turn and and finishes with a good year. Two eighty five, the big guys. We got uh, Dakota, um, you know Dakota, <laughs> poor Dakota. 
heavyweight that's in, in emc this year especially i mean it seems like it is about every year just just a tough tough weight and again it was a very tough one this year and and uh you know dakota went one and four but uh um you know it's just a tough tough day <laughs> for him and uh you know he takes things so well i like his attitude i like you know he's not afraid to go out there and and uh um well he got tossed by that uh blair kid and that hurt that had to hurt <laughs> i mean that kid is huge and landed square on top of him and uh but uh he got up and he wasn't laughing at the about at the time but i know saturday he's kind of laughing about it he says yeah i, I saw that match again that wasn't <laughs> that was scary <laughs> uh so anyhow uh really proud of dakota too and uh you know his effort and all that stuff and so um you know, Cale Kaufman might be coming back soon. He's, uh, I know he's working on a return to competition or return to full wrestling here. Um, I'll find out more as, with the trainer and that stuff this week. Uh, I know that he was released to do more from the doctors, so that was good. Um, so we'll see how those things shake out. At least we got a lot of good options at the upper weights or at least a lot of guys are really coming on and that's where we really needed help those young guys to start coming on and and uh they really are so anyhow that's a lot of stuff craig yeah. you covered with emc duels but well i said he would so yeah i mean this is a you know it's a big deal and and uh, proud of our guys again for for winning the thing uh when Honestly, I didn't think we had a chance with the the injuries we have, and and uh, we did it shorthanded still, and we and I wouldn't say wrestling our best, but uh, but wrestling better, I guess. So, anything else you got on that? I I think I've had said it all. Yeah, I think you said it all about the duels. Guess we can look at what's coming up. Uh, so. Like I said, super, super busy week, you know, just kind of talking with competitions and practices and, um, you know, the the varsity guys, at least they get practice on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, uh, even though it's a busy week with a couple of duels in the week for them. Um, and the girls on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, but boy, the JV guys, uh, their only practice, most of them, is going to be on Wednesday. Because uh, they have a super busy schedule with Waverly moving their tournament, their JV tournament, to a Monday. Who in the world planned the schedule? Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> well, anyhow, on the what what happened there? It was never planned this way. It, it and I, I think we need to take a look at this um, in the future. It was kind of, you know, Waverly was originally on Saturday, which had been yesterday, uh, the JV tournament. So. Uh, they changed it to Monday on us, um, you know, just this year and, and even kind of late. Uh, so that's why that fell on a Monday. And, and uh, you know, one thing when we're scheduling, uh, also try to do is not take kids out of school as much as possible. And, and it's really, it is hard with JV because everybody puts JV tournaments on Mondays, it seems like, and we, we're... We were really happy that J Waverly had their JV turn on Saturday because that's kind of an open date for us. And, well, I always uh, thought that was worked out really well for them because they'd have EMC duels on Friday night and then 
They had their JV on Saturday, and then they had their kids tournament on Sunday. Yeah, and I don't know if it's maybe a a, a one year deal. I guess I never asked them, and but because uh, uh, I, I, I know they had some basketball games going on Friday, and I don't know maybe they had them on Saturday. That uh, they said they rotate, or there's some conversation about that, that uh, and I didn't really pay that close attention. It, I just knew that they had some games going on in the other room, and it was mentioned that, but. Uh, so maybe it's just a one-year deal. I hope it goes back to Saturday because, again, I, I don't like taking the kids out of school. I mean, they're missing too much. And, and uh, you know, and, and this year is going to be really bad for the JV this early. So uh, well, even same thing with the girls. Blair – or not Blair, Beatrice was on Saturday last year, and now they're on – we're on Friday this year, which kind of messed with things too. So yeah, and that was you know another you know when we were making the schedule out for girls, that was another thing that uh, uh, one of the reasons why we went to Beatrice is because it was on a Saturday and and because uh, the the choices were Norm Manstead tournament or, or Beatrice and and uh, you know kind of one of the deciding factors was was the Saturday tournament because not only it was on the weekend they didn't have to get out of school but also uh coaching wise we we're better off it's we can get our coaches that we need to there uh so that they can be coached fairly you know they have the coaches they need um but putting on friday made it difficult um and so that's something we're going to look at you know in the future too and and uh and even then norm menstead would tournament was a good tournament but was you know we weren't sure where it'd be at at the time and I knew based off of the guy who runs it that it's going to be a good one someday and really wanted to but it was kind of the school thing and we're going to see how Beatrice turned out and, but uh, anyhow long story short that uh, that's why those things happen and and similar thing with the Skyler uh, JV tournament on Friday uh, originally when we got into Skyler it was on Saturday and, and we were really we did that on purpose because we 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 liked that that uh, we had the varsity because they had the varsity tournament on saturday in one gym jv tournament on saturday in a, another gym um and then as soon as we got in it they switched it <laughs> the year we got in it they well actually what happened was covid hit and 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 that's when they switched it and then they just kept it that way and and um you know so that put jv on friday which we were preferring it to be Saturday, but it's it is what it is, and we gotta kind of look at things, um, what we can do to manage that schedule better. Because this, yeah, that's kind of tough for school here, and I I don't like it. Um, but we do need to get kids some matches uh, somehow. We gotta figure that out. So we'll we'll look at that in the future. I don't know if that'll change or not. How much it'll change, but I wouldn't be surprised to see some kind of change there. Uh, between what the girls, you know, from, you know, the week before, you know, Beatrice and Norm Manstead. I mean, shoot, if we're going to be off, we might as well go to Norm Manstead. Yeah. My, my opinion. But we'll, we also got to be accepted. That's not uh, – it's not always a, a gimme. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I think as far as the girls, even there's so many tournaments that are going to spring up. I mean, in the past, these tournaments, you might have 40 teams in it just because the rosters were smaller and they can't do that now as the rosters get bigger. And plus, you're having more tournaments that are like, okay, well, we got a girls team with numbers, so they might fire up a tournament. So I, I would really anticipate, you know, over the next two, three, four years, our girls' schedule getting tweaked. 
almost yearly and just slight adjustments here and there till we kind of settle in until and as the schedule settles in more because I, I would anticipate tournaments are going to shift around and the numbers and what teams can get in where are going to are going to shift over the year over the next few, few years as the girls explode yeah, I mean I guess we're kind of going off topic but uh, that, that's kind of the the thing with the with the girl schedule it's things are so fluid right now with the 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 starting of girls uh with the nsa last year and and people adding tournaments and things shifting and and all that that uh, uh things are changing and and uh i I'd, I'd say it's, it's probably gonna take a good four or five years to, for things to kind of work its way out and and uh and we'll, we'll continue to look at the best way to schedule for our girls, just like we do with the guys, and what's best for our, our team. And and uh, you know that's that's something definitely I'm I had on my radar to take a look at for next year um, on on the scheduling what we can do. And and there's also there's a lot of other um, complications to go with scheduling. It's not easy, as easy as just saying oh we're going to go here. Uh, again, like I said, the first thing is they have to accept you. I mean, people ask us all the time to get into the Bainton Invite and Badger Duels, and we're telling them, sorry, we're full. Um, you know, so it's it's not just you can just go where you want to go. Um, but uh, the good thing is our, our reputation is wrestling program. We're, we're pretty lucky. We As long as there's an opening, we got a good shot. <laughs> but people like, like having us, not – you know, because of the rest quality of wrestling, and I think also, uh, you know, then I think we get a good reputation as far as our kids are pretty good overall. Um, we may have a little honorary person here or there, but for the most part, our, our kids are, or our expectations are, are for our program are, are, you know, to be high class type, and, and so people like that. If we were a bunch of riffraff, then we probably couldn't get in anywhere. All right, so back to topic. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, you know that was kind of leading into the schedule this week. Uh, Monday, JV go to that Waverly tournament we were talking about. Uh, they'll start at three o'clock. I don't know if you have the bus times or any of that quite figured out yet. Well, Monday did. Yeah, I did. I already I put that in the preview for the for the last week's email appearance because because. Uh, uh, trouble with mondays it's yeah i'm usually doing these weekly you know planning the week out on 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 today which i'll probably do later sometime today uh and so that way they at least have a an idea but uh yeah jv are leaving monday they they have morning weigh-ins at 7 45 so they got to be there for that and and uh, because jv are the only people that can do morning weigh-ins varsity and girls can't because girls are considered varsity (laughs) so uh uh, so they'll do morning weigh-ins, and then they, their bus leaves at one o'clock um, to go to Waverly, and they got a three three o'clock start time out there. And Tuesday, we got a home duel against Syracuse. Um, originally had planned it to be boys and girls, but uh, Syracuse didn't have any numbers this year, so they don't have any girls to compete. So the girls will will have practice like normal, but six o'clock start <coughs> with the JV. And obviously varsity after that. Yeah, one thing about that duel, um, uh, that's going to be our military appreciation duel. Um, 
you know, we kind of, a lot of things going on right now. We weren't sure what's going on, but uh, that's, you know, that's going to be our military appreciation duel. Um, you know, we're going to recognize anybody that uh, is in the military. So if you know some military people that like wrestling, encourage them to come out and watch. Um, we'll see what we can do about admissions. I can't guarantee, but I can talk to the school, see if they'll let people in that are with military ID. But uh, that that's something we'll have to see. Um, but anyhow, we're, one way or another, we're going to recognize them, and then the kids get to wear their military, their camo singlets they love so much. Oh, that yeah. I think are, to me, they're kind of average at best. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, kids love them, so I guess that that's the important thing that they love them. Yep. Um, but uh, so that that's always fun with that. Um, again, no JV, no girls for that one, but uh, there's there'll be a few JV. Um, Syracuse usually has a couple, but not a lot, generally. Um, but, uh, so, then, obviously, Wednesday we're off, other than practice, Wednesday. off of competition. <laughs> Wednesday, the only day that we don't have competition next week. Uh, and then Thursday, we go to Logan Magnolia for triangular with them and, and Plattsmith. Um, first duel starts at 5. I think usually that's Plattsmith and Logan Magnolia, and then usually us and Logan, and then or us and Plattsmith, and then usually us and Logan Magnolia, because usually the furthest driving team has the first and second duel, but um, we're in the middle, so we always end up, or when we're home, we always end up with the the last duel, so. Yeah, and, and uh, don't measure the miles because right. that's not exactly why in this duel. To, uh, uh, because actually this one, uh, and, and, you, and a lot of times, yeah, that's how they determine who goes first is the furthest traveler. Usually has the first two duels. But uh, this one, uh, we've been, between Logan and us, when, when we're hosting, we've always put the Logan in our, our duel last just because – uh, you know they're they're a very solid team, and I mean they're they're a team that's in the state duels in Iowa all the time, and and uh, you know we're a good team, so they like to put the feature duel last, and and uh, and they're gonna be tough again. I haven't had a chance to scout them yet, but uh, uh, they're always tough. I know they got some good kids. I heard about uh, some chatter that uh, they think their 26 pounder can can uh, give yeah. kale on a run that's what i heard too i've been hearing about that yeah can beat kale and knock him off so there's a little talking to be in their own gym so maybe some a little extra fireworks there a little more more fun but uh actually uh um you know i know the kid kale knows the kid the kid knows kale they know what's coming <laughs> so hopefully i mean but no, you can't overlook him though. You don't want to overlook anybody. Um, so it, one of their best kids is, is be, uh, supposed to be at 126. So that'll be a that'll be a fun match and fun duel too. Yeah, they're ranked. Logan's ranked third right now in Iowa as a dual team. So. Oh yeah, that that'd be a good one. <laughs> so, and we got to be ready for it because, um, you know, going down the first state duels qualifications. That's all. Every duel is important and. We don't want to drop one that we we can win, and that they, they a win over them would really help us too, because that would 
really boost us because they'll be a quality win and give us more points. Yep. So, anyhow. Then Friday, uh, the first of two trips to Skylar, two days in a row. The girls in JV go out to that one. Um, kind of a staggered start time, it looks like. one thirty for the girls and 2.30 for the JV uh, tournament. Maybe that's just so they can build brackets and get things going for one and then get the other one going after that and weigh-ins and everything else. Well, the but, odd thing is I would think the JV would go first because they have home weigh-ins. They can just go. Yeah. The brackets could be done when you get there and they could start wrestling and then the girls weigh in, do all the seating and all that, and then get them going. But it might be just might numbers. be a numbers thing. Yeah, it's probably a numbers thing more than anything. There's probably more girls wrestling than the JV. So yep. And Anyhow. then uh, Saturday we go back to Skyler. Well, a couple of us go back. To, coaches go back to Skyler, um, and it's a nine thirty start. Got sixteen teams. Uh, you know. All over the states, even Scott's Bluff makes the drive out there. Scott's gonna be there. I think Quinas is usually there. Blair's gonna Blair, be there. Blair's there. So it's gonna be a tough tournament. Should be an exciting tournament. Actually, five mats. They'll have three in the main gym and two in the other gym. So lots of mats. Mats going on. Might have to bounce around between gyms, but uh, it should be a good one. Yep. Be tougher, good one that we got into a few years back. So. Oh yeah, we got into it because we wanted to see <clears throat> some teams that we normally don't. Uh, Scott's Bluff is one, and obviously coming from way across the state, that's a nice time to see him. Uh, and Columbus Lakeview, where the, and they've right. been there, and there's somebody we don't see. Wayne, um, been in our district a few times that uh, we like to see some of them. So we get to see some different teams, um, and we do see some teams we see before like Blair and mm-hmm. you know and uh I think Lexington is there which is will be in in Lexington in a, another week after that so but uh yeah very good solid tournament and um gonna need to strap it up for this one yep anything else about the schedule next week no just <coughs> it's it's a busy week busiest yep, week of the year and and uh um, I'll put together a plan for the week and times and all that. And um going to need to get that out in email because uh, if I don't plan ahead, that's going to mess up on this one. Don't want to, yeah. you know, got to plan. That's one of the duties people don't realize you got to have. It's got to plan transportation for not just uh, the varsity, but boys, girls, uh, you know, JV varsity and bus times and everything. I mean, Convenient that I'm a bus driver for varsity, but I'm not the bus driver for the JVs all the time, and and uh, but I still got to plan all that stuff out. And, yeah, and if you're not at the girls' tournament, you got something like that, and another one to, to plan out. So yep, so place got to get all that planned out. And that's sometime after we get off this. Yep. Well, I guess uh, time to look at the state dual wild cards. We're about. I'm about two weeks or three weeks out from state duels. Is that right? Three or four weeks? Uh, no, four it weeks. It feels I... like four weeks, but I don't know why I'm thinking it's. Yeah, it'd be four weeks from yesterday. All right, there we go. Four weeks from yesterday. I'm thinking end of the month. So, or four weeks, but still getting pretty close. Uh, moved down a little bit. 
Um, I think some of the other teams picked up some good wins, and we're sitting at third with 45.619 points. So we're actually up in points from last week, but had a couple teams jump us in the standings. And, I mean, honestly, it's just at this point just making sure to get in, like you said. Um, it, yeah, you know, it's kind of fluid how things go. I mean, until you get about a week or two out, um, you know, the points are going to be bounce around. and But they kind of – because you got teams in there with three duels and and uh, and like Minden, they're they're number one right now with three duels. Uh, they're three and zero, oh, but they got like three dual tournaments coming up. See, we've gone through our dual main main dual schedule. We uh, we only have five individual duels left. Um, you know, and that was that's was just one day on Friday, right? <laughs> but that for the next several weeks, we just got five duels left. So we've been through our our dual tournament schedule um, and uh, kind of settling down on that. And, and, and Minden is just ready to kick it off for them. So uh, they got three dual tournaments. Um, I'll, I'm assuming they'll run into some tough competition to, there that's going to, um, you know, they're going to prove themselves or, or, or not. And, and uh, they'll settle into where they should be. And, you know, and Hastings is, uh, I mean, they're, they're a solid team. Uh, we've seen them already. Um, you know, we got to win over them, but, uh, you know, we got four losses on our schedule that, uh, um, you know, we, and there's a couple in there, you know, uh, even to get some of your wins can hurt you, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that that's kind of hard to say, but, uh, uh, some of your wins can hurt. Yeah. Like um, our Norris. Yeah. Like the Norris win, um, because, uh, you know, it, it's a point system and, uh, um, you know, and see right now, what are we at? Uh, averaging forty-five point six. Well, um, when we beat uh, Elkhorn and Norris both, we we scored forty-one points because they're at the lower level, and and uh, so beating them actually hurt us. Uh, Even Lincoln Southeast beating them hurt us too. Yes, in Lincoln Southeast, uh, we get forty-three f for beating them. Uh, and you know things can change. Uh, you know maybe North gets their kids back and they beat a couple other teams and they then they bump up another level and and, and it makes it a little better. So things do fluctuate. Um, you know, but I'm comfortable where we're at. Uh, you know, we're we're two wins ahead of last year. We, we still got a you know some solid duels. We got it. You know we we should have no trouble with Syracuse, but they you know they are last year they did give us a scare. Uh, so we will definitely our guys won't overlook them this year. I'm sure, um, you know, Plasmith is, a, you know, that, that should be a, a win there unless, you know, something bad happens. But, uh, uh, and then again, Logan, they're going to be tough. Um, we still got that rescheduled Pierce duel, uh, in, and they're a solid team. Uh, you know, we'll see how that goes that we should, you know, we should be comfortably. I think we comfortably win two duels if we do what we should do uh then we got two tough duels that are going to be uh barn burners that i think we can come out on top but they're going to be uh you know and worst case scenario is we have the same record as we had last year yeah um well yeah, yeah. we got papio to to finish it out at home so right and that's what i mean and see last <laughs> year we uh 
you know, so right now we have four losses. Last year we had six losses going in there. So I, I think worst case scenario where our record is the same, but we also have some quality wins in there that as long as they hold up, uh, that really help us out. Um, so uh, at this point, as long as nothing really bad happens, I'm I'm not too concerned. Now it's just a matter of how high do we go in the in the seating and at uh, the state duels. And, and the bad thing is it, it – you know, the seeding, I mean, shoot, somebody like Blair, uh, they're kind of where we were at last year right now where, uh, you know, they're a dangerous team uh, in duels, but they already got five losses and, you know, they take another loss. They might come in as a number six or seven seed and, shoot, you might they might be number seven seed and we're number two seed and we draw them first round. So it's just kind of a, a roll of the dice once you get to the state duels as far as, who you get and and uh i think most of the time it works out okay but uh yeah it's still a roll of the dice because um you know just how the the duels are set up and the qualifying is set up and with the dual wrestling yeah i think maybe not that'd be something for them to look at like hey what about maybe seeding the duels based kind of similar like you do with the wrestlers where maybe in you know the wrestlers are seated you know they first it seems like they're lined up by record, and then you look at things like head-to-head and common opponents. That might be something for the NSA to look at. Like, we're gonna have a lot, a lot of teams have a lot of duels that are already head-to-heads or commons stuff like that. That might be might be worth it or to look at, or even you know have criteria. You know, even further criteria. You know, how did they did they place at state last year? State placer, state qualifier. You know, those sort of criteria could be used. I don't, know. I don't know about. The state place or state qualifier. Previous stuff. year, no, that wouldn't. But graduation. Definitely the head to head and commons might take a look at how that would play out. Maybe you know Ron takes a look at the history and see if if that would have changed seating or how things would have lined up or you know if that would have affected seating. You know you might have some teams that don't have any head head or commons, but I don't don't see that ever happening in duels. I mean, it's, yeah, you could say that. Then you can make the argument, well, we had some guys sick and or injured. And yeah, but so you could say that lost. about individuals. You, you know, individual could get sick and I know. drop matches. That All right, go ahead. And, uh, you can go ahead and propose <laughs> to, it, Craig. You I'll talk, talk to Ron and see what yeah, he thinks. Yeah, I, I can tell you right now he's going to say you're crazy. So it's going to, it's too much, to, too, too many uh, factors in there and variables in there that, uh, mm. it, this is about the best you can do. And, you know, this happens in other sports, too. You know, you get basketball, you know, or volleyball or anything with the team sports. Um, they have a qualifying. It's a little different. Their qualifying is different. But uh, once you get to the state tournament, it's it's uh, strictly by points. And sometimes you get the, uh, you know, you get some team that same thing like wrestling. You, guys are sick or something. They don't. They lose a couple games, and all of a sudden their points are low, but they get the state tournament because they're good enough to win their district, and now they're a number seven seed, and all of a sudden they're knocking off uh, the number two seed or number eight seed knocking off number one and going on and winning it all. So, I mean, it works out most of the time okay, but, uh, yeah, it, it it can be – you can draw somebody pretty tough first round. So, uh, like I said, it's just a gamble when you roll the dice when you – when you get there, but uh, 
most of the time it works out okay. Uh, and when you're the best one out there, you don't care. Right. In yep. fact, it's kind of nice knocking off the somebody else first round and send them to the to the loser side of the bracket and and uh, have easier duels going forward. But uh, anyhow, anything else you want to chat about before we wrap it up? Nope, I think we covered about it, everything, and plus a little bit more. Yep. So, I guess uh, tune in next week. We'll recap uh, Waverly JV. Syracuse duel, the Logan Magnolia and Platt Smith triangular, the Skyler tournaments with the girls, the JV, and the varsity. So we might be pushing over two hours next week. So get ready for that one. And then we'll preview. It's still a, it's a busy schedule after that. The next week, too, we've got Lewis Central girls, Elkhorn JV, both of those on Monday, then the following week, and then Pierce duel. And then on was that Tuesday the Pierce duel? Yes. And then on Friday you've got the Plasmith girls and JV invite. And then Saturday you've got Lexington and Weeping Water. So it's uh it's still a busy schedule the next week too. So hitting the two two super busy weeks. Yeah, well, the one major difference is that Monday they don't have school because that's right. always a holiday until. We're not getting out of, I'm out of school as much, so yeah. that helps. But uh, yeah, it's these two weeks are are really busy for us, and then things start slowing down a little bit or settling down a little bit, and and as we get into the postseason competition, I guess or approaching it. Yep. We we kind of we have a really uh, heavy schedule and and strong schedule, kind of really starting with counts of bluffs and going through some of these, but. Uh, Towards the end, we kind of taper a little bit and to to so that we're fresh and ready to go for the postseason and and I mean we still keep the, some quality in there the best we can to to keep sharp, but uh, we also try to get stay a little bit fresh uh, for for the important time of the year. Yep. All right. Till next week. See ya.